0: Uh, who's been blessed the last couple nights by Dr. Gabriel? <laughs> I have as well. Um, I shared this. I'm going to share the same, uh, do a similar introduction that I did last night. Um, but I, uh, um, one of the things, you know, we have this, uh, kind of like this American problem sometimes that we think, we have, like the Savior complex, who's aware of that? You know, like we kind of go and we've had a, some interest, you know, we, we've grown in such like affluence in um you know, it's permeated even into our mindset of Christianity sometimes. And, uh, what I mean by that is, you know, America has been this blessed Christians nation that sent missionaries all over the world, right? And the Azusa street revival that started in 1906 has been the greatest missionary movement in the history of the world. And we've seen like 700 million people, um, come into the kingdom birthed out of that movement in a hundred years. You can do the math. It's just stark and mind blowing. But, uh, one of the things that's happened in about the last 50 years, which is uh, very interesting, is that the center, like the gravitational center of Christianity, has shifted where it's no longer America, but it's the global south. That's where the most Christians are, and that's where the church is growing with the greatest, um, where the most fruit for the gospel is growing. There's church planting movements exploding. There are churches exploding. There's the gospels exploding in the nations uh, or in the in the global regions of Africa, South America, and Asia, and it's uh, very important to me in this because you know and you can read all about this everywhere. Um, but I remember I was in South America, and I was at a I was at a, a a meeting with some pastors of a very successful church, and they looked at me and they said, "Pastor, you need to take this back to America. They need to know there's the fire." <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, you know." And it was just this moment for me where it was realized, like they recognize that we need help here. Uh, because Christianity, just statistically looking, is struggling in our nation. Uh, you know, we're, we're usually about 20 years behind of, uh, like, Europe as far as kind of global trends, societal trends. And if you look at the church in Europe... It's 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 degradating. It's going away. Uh, They're calling it post-Christendom and the churches um, cathedrals are turning into like coffee shops and businesses because um, they're abandoning the faith. And I'm not saying I'm not projecting or prophesying that to this nation. I'm simply saying um, that we're on this trend that's not that has not been vibrant. And a huge way that the Lord, because I have a passion for America, I feel called to this nation, and a huge way that the Lord has impacted me is by taking me to the global south and discipling me with the beauty and the riches of the church and the vibrancy of, of that of that world. And I say this all to say is that we're very honored to have Dr. Gabriel with us tonight because he represents um, he's spent time in India, in Africa, and in Europe. He's been, he's he's very cultured man, all over the world. But he's an ambassador and has such a perspective that I think we need. And it was been so refreshing for me because I feel like I'm getting transported back to these moments where it's like my soul came alive, seeing the church in its vibrancy. And so he's a gift that God has sent to hear him, sent to us. He has anointing upon his life. And I just want everything. I think we have so much to learn. And so my challenge tonight is let's be the learners, and, and I believe that the grace of God is like water, and it flows to the lowest places, and so it's the hungry, and the thirsty, and the humble that will always receive the grace of God, and so it's in that posture that I want to receive, I want us all to receive from Pastor Gabriel tonight, is that he has, um, he has anointing, he has a message, he has the very heart of God that we need, um, if we're to turn this ship and see revival, uh, a great awakening again, sweep across this nation and this land, amen? So with that being said, I want us to stand up and honor Pastor Gabriel as he comes to preach the word of God. Thank you. Hallelujah.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. Pastor. Yeah. We can just all be seated. It has been an honor for me to be in Boise. Maybe let me just take a bit of some photos if you don't mind. Just for, yeah. Yeah, just uh, for me to just have a record, (laughs) it's fine. Yeah. I just feel so much. I love Boise. Because there is something I've come to learn in this land unity. You guys, I see so much unity where the churches are coming together for one goal. You know, that is the key. The Bible says where there is unity, God commands blessings. Unless we are united, it is difficult for God to move because the Holy Spirit is very gentle and sensitive. He cannot move where there is no unity. So I'm privileged and honored again to be here. Thank you so much, Pastor. (laughs) You are such a, Blessing. Pastor Jordan, very humble, you know, you know, full of wisdom and knowledge. Since the time I met him, I knew there is something we are connected with. May God continue giving you grace, you know. And I want to continue praying as well, appreciating the leadership. You know, it's not always easy to put up this thing because we are fighting. It's a spiritual battle. And uh, the church members and every, every leader, pastors from different organizations, as well members from different churches, you know, today, it's a blessing. So be honored. And I want to just say quickly, I have, uh, one of the books I've written, it's called... Um, Uh, Discover the Blueprint of Your Fingerprint. It's just about how to fight rejection. It's very, very, uh, one of the books, I'm uh, actually uh, redoing it because a lot of people have asked for me to put a, a workbook at the back. As well, I'm honored to be with my wife, Meles Amwamba, if you can just lift your, yeah. She's a very busy lady, but, You know, where she's working, but it's an honor for her to be with me. And I've got a lot of friends here that have really invested in my life so much. I want to say thank you. May God replace wherever you have taken up. But this morning, I want to share something about the Holy Spirit. But uh, something just captured my heart as they were singing that song I'm no longer a slave to fear. Why? Because I'm a child of God. I'm no longer a slave to fear because I am a child of God. You know, fear destroys everything. Fear covers who God is. Fear has come to cover what God has put upon us. The treasures God has put upon us, fear comes to destroy You know, when fear go into excess, we enter into depression. You know, anger, disappointment, anxiety, low self-esteem. Because the enemy come to speak contrary to what God speaks upon us. Fear needs to go. Fear needs to go. Depression needs to go. Out of the way, in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, I praise you. I worship you tonight. We surrender this meeting unto you, Father. We say, take your central place. Father, come and lift us up because we are the children of the most high God. The Bible says we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm always having some bottles of water. Can I just have one, please? I don't know where I put it. Praise the Lord. What's your name? The lady there in a, in a ready, ready here. Yeah, what's, yeah, red, like that lady. The one, yeah, you. With yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's time to stop fearing. It, it's time to let fear go. Enough is enough. What's your name? You have your husband here, out of the way, fear needs to go. Depression out of the way, in Jesus' name. May this night be the night of setting the captive free. I want to pray over you. We are standing in unity in the presence of Jesus to start lifting, calling up things that God has put upon you. Depression, tonight, this is your end night, in the name of Jesus. Go in Jesus' name. Loosen up and go. Mm. You are in the wrong place. You foul spirit. Spirit of anxiety, depression. Go. You can't pass this into your children. In the name of Jesus. Loosen up and Go. You are in the wrong place. This is the child of God. no longer slave to fear. Depression, lose up God, Jesus' is name. God has, has, has brought a great-great you know, husband. There is no need to live in the past. Let's go. This is generational stuff. We cut every root in Jesus' name. We command your mind to be rewired. Mm. Holy Spirit, take over. Mm. You are the prophetess to the nations. Mm. What is your child? Father, no, I just use them as a point of contact. Let them sleep. Mm. No more sleepless nights. Please don't go. Don't go away. I really want to take time to pray for you. With your daughter, I want to anoint you. God has called you. Enough is enough for you to be always struggling. You know, God has a mission for you as a family. No more living in uh, Egypt when you are in Canaan. Every disappointment you went through, we cut those roots. That is nourishing this pain. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. Holy Spirit, we praise you. We worship you. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Fear takes out. You know, I, 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 I lived in fear for such a long time. Fear enters through many ways. You know how fear enters into me? Because my parents divorced. And that was the root that he entered into me. And I hate where I see depression, fear, because this steal everything from us. Enough is enough. May those be the last tears in your life. Rise up. You are the daughter of the king. You know, uh, tonight I'm speaking about the Holy Spirit. I'll always consider the Holy Spirit, and I use this as a point of contact to whoever is struggling with you know, depression and rejection. Out in Jesus' name. The king is in this house. Yes. Jesus, the supreme one. Hallelujah. You just say, the Lord is good. And you say, all the time. And all the times... The Lord is good. Sometimes it doesn't look so because of what we experience. But the Lord is good. You know, I'll start talking about when Jesus picked his disciples, they were very scared. Most of them, about seven of them, they were fishermen. Fishermen. People of low level. What they only know is to go to the sea, catch the fish. They were not interested in politics. They were not interested in business. Most of them, about seven of them, they were fishermen. Apart from Matthew, Matthew was a tax collector. Those people were hated in the community. They were considered crooks. You know, when Jesus met Matthew, found him on the, you know, tax collection table, they were very bad people. You remember when uh, the Pharisees were accusing Jesus, why is he finding himself with with the thieves, tax collectors? You know, you need the gospel, Matthew, Luke, John, what, Mark, the gospel of Jesus. You follow how they lived. They were so scared. And Jesus picked them up. You know, God is not a respecter of a person. When God called me, I was very scared. I couldn't trust anybody because my parents that I was supposed to trust first broke my trust, especially my dad. I lived in fear, I lived in rejection. These are the people Jesus picked. They had so many stories of failure, disappointment. They disappointed Jesus. He was the king. They lived with God, be trained by God himself. But they were full of mistakes, full of failure, full of disappointments to him. You know, if you read the gospel... Jesus was most of the times with Peter. Then John, James. These people saw Jesus transfigured, Transfiguration. Jesus changed from a human being to an angel. They are looking at him. But still, they will fail him. Who can do that? When you see a human being walking on the water... I'll believe him, whatever he says. (laughs) But a day later, they disappoint him because they were human. You know, most of the people that are very, very sophisticated and working for God are people who have gone through brokenness. How many of you have known, do you know Joyce Meyer? Uh, Do you know her testimony? that lady from the age of 12, she was sexually molested by her own dad, biological dad, until she was 18 years old. You need to follow Joyce Meyer's testimony. Who can use such a person? From 12 years old to 18, the father was molesting her sexually. You go online, you see she talks about on pulpits, you know, the past has nothing to do with your future. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm not saying, I'm not telling you that it is good for a parents to do that, but Joyce Meyer had to walk her own journey to freedom. Yeah. Joyce Meyer forgave her dad, and she led him to the Lord and baptized him. Yeah. You know what happened? Because she overcome, she has the largest women ministry in the world. When you overcome over fear, it was, she talks about when she brought this thing to the family, how it was humbling. It was a shameful, fear, scared. But God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. I want to just share some of the failures of the disciples so that you understand that if you fail, it is okay. God will still use you. <laughs> I'll talk about some failures. I'll, I'll read Mark, verse 9, from verse, uh, oh, chapter 9, from verse 14. I'll read, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you. We give you praise. Ancient of days, glory unto honor. Jehovah, Sabahath. I worship you. I adore you. In the name of Jesus. What is your name again? What is your name again? You know, Katie. Does that make sense what I was saying? Good. These are the witnesses. God is doing something new. Mark chapter nine fourteen 14 to 18. Can you understand me? When you don't hear my accent, you just lift your hand. I'll make sure I'll speak slowly. <laughs> verse, 14, verse 14. And when they came to the disciples, they saw a, a great crowd around them, and the scribes arguing with them, and immediately all the crowds, when they saw him, were greatly amazed and ran up to him and greeted him. And he said, he asked them, what are you arguing about with, the, with them? And some of them, and someone from the crowd answered him, teacher, I brought to you Oh, I brought my son to you, for he has a spirit that makes him mute. And when, whenever it seizes him, it throws him down, and he forms and grinds his teeth and becomes rigid. So I asked your disciples to cast it out, and they were not able. They failed Jesus. They brought a man with demons. And the disciples failed to cast out. This man is complaining. What kind of these people? You walk with them. I brought my son who was possessed with demons. They failed to cast out the demon. They failed. I'll read some scripture. In Matthew 26, 56b, when Jesus was arrested, what happened? They disappeared, ran away. These people have seen so much. You know, Peter stepped on the water when he saw Jesus walking. He walked. How can he forget? You wonder why these people are not getting it. They have seen so many miracles. They have seen so mighty miracles and miracles, signs and wonders. But they still could not get it. Peter himself denied Jesus Christ how many times? Three times. Let me read it. Mark 14, 67. I like to read so that you know. Mark 14, 67 to 71. Holy Spirit, we love you. And seeing Peter warming himself, at least he was courageous. The other disciples have run away. You know what? They were clever. They knew this man is about to be killed. Let the people not identify with us. We will be in trouble. How are we going to live? So they distanced themselves so quickly before people, some people started noticing them. But Peter, he was somehow courageous. Let me just go. And see what they are doing to my master. But he didn't want to be known. I don't know why he didn't put a mask. But he's just going there to see what is happening. Thank you, Jesus. There is hope. Tell God that there is hope. There is hope for me. We all fail him, but there is hope. Amen. Amen. She looked at him and said, you also were with the Nazarene Jesus. I thought Peter would say, yes, I was with him. Not so. Verse stayed, but he denied it, saying, I neither, I neither know nor understand what you mean. Peter, you don't know when we say Jesus. Even if you don't understand the statement, you can hear at least Jesus. He said, I can't even know what you are talking about. What are you talking about? What is that? And he went out into the gateway, and the rooster crawled. 69. And the girl, seventh girl, saw him and began again to say to, the bystanders, this man is one of them, but again, he denied it. Even he remembered when Jesus said, this is what will happen. You know, I wish you could say, yes, I was with him, but I stopped following him a long time ago. Because I noticed something very bad. <laughs> but he said, no. No. And after a little while, the bystanders again said to Peter, Certainly you are one of them, for you are a Galilean. But he look at it, but he began to invoke a curse on himself and to swear, I do not know this man of whom you who speak. Peter. He denied him. I, look, what are you talking about? Why are you bothering me? I don't know this man. 72, and immediately the rooster crawled a second time. And Peter remembered how Jesus had said to him, before the rooster crowed twice, you deny me three times. And he broke down and wept. I thought he could go back. He said, look, I was with him. He just cried. Still, I will never go and disclose myself. He cried. Oh, I have I, I, I denied my master. But he didn't go back to say I was with him. He just cried. <laughs> Judas Iscariot saw the Jesus. Unfortunately, he committed suicide. You know, when Jesus died, there was fear among the disciples. You can feel the same. Do you know that Peter had the family? Peter just thought, I've messed up. Where are we going to live? We left our business. You know, sometimes Peter told Jesus, we have left everything and followed you. You see, what? We just messed up everything. You know, in Judea, they wanted to stone them. They know how they have messed up everywhere. They are next. You know what happened when Jesus died? They went in hiding. These people walked with Jesus, they've seen him give sights to the blind. They see him raised up the paralyzed. They saw him change into an angel. They went and hide everything he taught them, they forget about it. I'll read uh, uh, in Johnny 20, verse 19. You know what they did? They went and locked themselves. I know they were they were thinking, what have we done? We are in trouble. Johnny twenty nineteen. Jesus appears to the disciple. On the evening of that day, the first day of the week, the doors being locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews. How are they going to live life? How can you live your life hiding? They were businessmen. They were fishermen. They were tax co- How are they going to live? Hiding. Locking the door with fear. That shows... As a human being, no matter what we have experienced, unless we walk with somebody, we will live in fear, in depression, in confusion, in anxiety. Because what we do, we exhort men so big, and we think man can destroy our life. That's why today, the church is too much trying to please the world. Try to reconcile with the world. You know, this Bible from the end to the, there is no pleasing. <laughs> Do you know that Jesus called Peter, get behind me Satan," Because he's so certain in him. Today we want to, you never, let me tell you the truth. Jesus was the creator of the universe. If he wants to reconcile to the world, he would have been the best person to reconcile. We are saying, oh, let's, let's please everyone. Let's be sensitive. There is no When there is sin, there is nothing like to be sensitive. What is written in this Bible is written. What is written in this Bible is written. God breathed in it. We don't need to please people. We need to please God. That's why they were hiding. Hallelujah. Insecurity kicked off. Fear of life. Fear to be arrested. You remember in John 11, verse 8, when Jesus was telling his disciples, let's go to Judea. They told him, we can't go there because they wanted to stone you, Jesus. They were so concerned about their lives. But you remember Jesus told them something? You shall receive power when the Holy Ghost come upon me and you shall be my witness. From Jerusalem to Judea and Samaria and the end of the earth. How are they going to be witness, locking themselves up? There is something when the Holy Ghost show up. Something shift. Peter was. This is a little girl, Peter. Why can't you say, Yes, I was with him? She had no sword. She just asked him. I can hear your accent. He said, No, I don't know him. Get out of here. But Jesus promised them something You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. You know why there is depression and fear? Because you feel the people who let you down in life, they have destroyed your life. When you are in a promised land, faithful husband, nice children, child, it's time to celebrate the same disciples who lived in fear. Something shifted. My message tonight is the the last word, that last word that Jesus spoke to them. That is my title of the message tonight, the last word. If there is anything you can forget what Jesus taught them, the last word. You know, when Jesus resurrected... When he ascended, before he went, he spoke to them, promising them something that gave them joy. Of course, they were still hiding, they locked themselves, but they were waiting for what he promised them. May God encourage you by that last word. When that last word comes in your life, my life changed. I always think, oh, look at how my dad messed us up. After he divorced my my, my 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 mother, everything was messed up because we hooked ourselves too much to our dad, not knowing that God is bigger than our dad. The last word. Oh my God. If there is anything you shouldn't forget. Let me tell you this, in Africa, when somebody is sick, very, very sick, it's, it's part of our culture to come closer to a person because we know anytime, they will always have somebody at their sick bed because maybe they have something to disclose before they die. Some of them, they might not disclose things that were very precious. And they say, look, this is a will. You know, take care of your brothers. You know, I have an investment that I didn't tell you. And Jesus had a will that he had to give them. And that is the last word. That is everything that he came to do. To bring back and restore us back to the image that God has made us to. To come and destroy the plans of the enemy that came into humankind through Adam and Eve. And he came and gave us the will. You are restored now. All the prophets were prophesying over that word to bring back man to his original position. The last word. is. Very, very, very important. So Jesus, before ascension, he, 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 he brought his disciples together. And he said, I'm not going. When I go, it's good that I can go. So that I can go and speak to my father that he can bring the Holy Spirit. That was the last word he, 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 he gave us. I read it in Acts chapter 1, 6 to 9. Acts chapter 1, 6 to 9. Thank you, Father. Oh, my Lord. Acts chapter 1, 6 to 9. The ascension. So when they had come together, they asked the Lord. They asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom of Israel? The disciples wanted to avenge. When they saw him, they said, now, time has come to avenge. We are going to sit on big seats now to start judging, to rule. Everything they have beaten us now, they are in trouble. But Jesus had his own other plan. He said to He said to them, It is not for you to know times or season that the Father has fixed by his own authority, but you will receive what? Power power. When that power comes, you can't lock that door. When that power comes, you will speak with authority. Power. Do not miss. The man of God was saying, God is big. I was sharing yesterday. We think God is, because of what we are seeing, confusion everywhere. Children of God, you need to go to the Old Testament to understand who God is. Sometimes we are taking so much for granted, the grace that God has given us, that He doesn't judge there and there. Read the Revelation how this same wind we see today, God will command them to wipe out stuff by his voice. Most of the times, I hear a lot of questions, where is God? These people, they are on television teaching wrong things, and people are following them because of the grace. The unmerited favor. God has just given us favor. But it's for a time. Time is ticking. The grace will never be permanent. I shared something about that yesterday. You receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witness in Jerusalem, in Judea and Samaria. And to the end of the earth. Why Jerusalem first, because that's where people have known you. That's where they failed. That's where they were hiding. That's where they saw how weak they are. Where is your Jerusalem? It's the place where you live, where they have known you how you are cursing, how you are coming drunk, They will see something new has come upon you. It's your family that will see. When you start laying your hands over your your child, speaking power and authority, your family will observe something has shifted. That's why I say, don't go to Judea or Samaria. You start where you are living. You know, when the Holy Ghost came upon them, they spoke in tongues. They were so loud that everybody heard in the building where they were. It was shaking. And they opened the door with power, with authority, and started preaching. To who? To the people they were fearing. That's why you start from Jerusalem. If your workplace doesn't know you are a man of God, a woman of God, there's something wrong. I worked in industry before. People know they can't do this in my presence. Because that was my Jerusalem. No matter you're the boss, they know they need to respect you. I don't believe in what you are doing. Can I move out, do whatever you are doing, I'll come back later? That is your Jerusalem. Some of you, oh, be sensitive. What are you sensitive for? It's your DNA. That's what God has put upon you. You can't make the Holy Spirit quiet. Peter to come out. Speak with authority, with power. Judea. Do you know the disciples were telling Peter, Jesus, when he told them, let's go back to Judea. We can't go there. That's why they wanted to stone you, Jesus. This is where Jesus is sending them. After you finish Jerusalem where they knew your weakness, then you go to Judea. It's a nearby city, a town, but hostile. There you go there. Samaria is even worse. The Jews and Samaria, Samaritans, they don't meet. That's a hostile territory. When the Holy Spirit come upon you, you shall be different when the Holy Spirit came upon me, no more rejection. I realized every pain I went through was to train me to become a hero to others. I'm working with so many young people without fathers in Africa, about 700 kids, no fathers. Some of them orphans, no parents, teaching them the way because God sent me first to experience the pain. So that depression is not supposed to crush you. God is teaching you. The pain the disciples went through was to make them bold and courageous. Read uh, Psalm 105, verse 17, about Joseph. When they were taking him to Egypt, They were dragging him with fetters and iron. He was shackled. The Bible records his feet were swollen. When your master is dragging you, you have no authority to say, I'm tired, master. Let me rest. You have to be strong. you know why these people are courageous? They saw what they have overcome through the power of the Holy Spirit. God said, Jesus said, you start first in Jerusalem where they know you, where you are failing, where you are disappointing, where you, are, you denied me. When they see Peter come back, they say, what? When Pharaoh, what do you think Pharaoh reacted when he saw Moses come back? I will run away. I said, I'm coming back different. Exodus chapter 7 verse 1. God told Moses, I'm sending you back as a God before Pharaoh. That's what the Holy Spirit come and do in your life. The people in the workplace where you are quiet, you, you say, what are you talking about? You speak out. That's what the Holy Spirit does. do you know how Jesus how, how Peter died according to history, Christian history? He was crucified upside down. Not because that's what they were they were they were they, they planned to do, he begged them. You can't crucify me the same way you crucified my master. Crucify me upside down. I'm not worthy to die the same death of my master. Please, crucify me upside down. The same Peter who denied Jesus. These are fierce soldiers. That's how he died. When you receive power, you will be different. Jesus told them, you start from Jerusalem. Jerusalem. To Judea and Samaria. You know what? I think they breached too much in Jerusalem and they overstayed. Until Paul started coming. You read uh, Acts chapter 7. The first disciple to be killed was Stephen. They stoned him. threw stones upon him. And he died. But Stephen didn't die like Oh, sorry, no. He was still preaching. They are stoning him. He's preaching. They are crushing his head. He's preaching. And you know he's begging, God, don't let these people be accountable to what they are doing. Power. The Holy Spirit tells you, you become somebody who knows for me to live is Christ. For me to die is gain. I'm going to see my city, Jerusalem. And he was turning him. And he looked up and he saw Jesus standing at the door in heaven. The Bible says he slept. He took a nap. He took a nap. You shall receive power. You know the prophecy that was prophesied to us by uh, Joel, chapter 2, verse 28? God is in the middle. God is still waiting. Romans chapter 8 is saying the creation is waiting to see the manifestation of the children of God. Everything is waiting, even the creation. Where is the children of God? Romans chapter 4. When they saw the courageous of the disciples, Peter and John, what did they say? Surely these people have walked with Jesus. You can't walk with Jesus and the Holy Spirit come upon you and be so much scared. I don't fear anything. I was telling them the story. I've been in countries, the most difficult country, that you feel forms like this to enter in. Because once they know you come to preach, you know the country called Bhutan is the most closed country on earth. How are we doing with time, sir? One minute? Okay. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) the Holy Spirit will be poured upon everyone, male, female, child, infant. Not only on prophets, not only on kings, not only on judges, upon everybody. So what are we doing? What are we doing? God is expecting much from us. Acts chapter four, verse 13, 14, the, the, the people realized these people were unlearned, ignorant, but they were with Jesus. In Acts chapter seven, you know, when they killed Stephen, the disciples now start scattering, running away. That's when they went to Samaria, and where? And Judea. Oh, the children now are coming we will have some time to pray over the children. Because today is different. Uh, uh, Some parents came with children, so we don't want to let them stay longer. So we will see what what God will do. But the thing is, if you feel, but I really want to pray for people specifically um, after the service. But this time I want to pray for the children. And I'll, I'll call some of the people who are spiritual, uh, we are all spiritual here if you feel you have the heart to pray for them. You know, these children, Jesus said, let the little children come to me because they are what? The owners of the kingdom of God. We pray. I love one scripture. Uh, it's Proverbs 19:21 says, Many are the plans in man's heart, but only God's will shall prevail. Precious Holy Spirit, I thank you for these little children. I use them, Father, as a point of contact to their parents. But, Lord, you give their parents, Father, ability, knowledge, how to lead them. In the name of Jesus, do you have some anointing oil? I pray, Father, Lord, that they will not only grow in stature, but they will grow in wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Father, they will grow set apart. Let's just pray together over them, whoever wants to come. We pray, Father, that you, you set them apart in the name of Jesus. Father, they will speak, Father, your oracles. We pray, Father, that this mouth shall be the mouth that you shall use as a prophet to the nations in the name of Jesus. Yes, we pray, Father, that you raise up the Deborahs. Raise up the Deborahs, oh, Father, in the name of Jesus. Raise up the Elizabeth, thou who raised up our prophets, oh, Father. But pray, Father, that you shall speak through their mouths as well. In the name of Jesus. Wisdom, 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 wisdom. In the name of Jesus. I pray that for that prophetic mantle upon our. In the name of Jesus, that you should dream dreams, dream yes. dreams, dream dreams, dream, yes, dream dreams. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. I worship you. I give you praise. I give you praise. I give you praise. I pray for order of our life, of our mind yes. in Jesus' name. Lord, Lord, that you spend more and more time in your presence. Father, yes. you call, shouldn't wait until you are old. Even at this time, God can use you in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We praise you. We magnify your name. Lord, raise up re- leaders in this nation. Re- raise up leaders in this nation in the name of Jesus. Yes. Le- uh, re- raise up leaders who shall rule this country, Father, yes. with the fear of you. In the name of Jesus. The prophetic mantle, the prophetic mantle, O oh God. Oh Lord, raise up, Father, people shall walk in signs and wonders and raise, oh Father, the dead in Jesus' name. Yes, Jesus. Oh, let the wisdom, the wisdom, yes. the wisdom and understanding in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We pray for divine impartation of Father. Oh, Deborah was a judge, judge, judge in Jesus' name. <laughs> <laughs> takotariya mashita kora Mandra bakeria mashara. Father, separate her, father, in the name of Jesus. Separate, set her apart, set her apart to fulfill your work upon the work that you have uh, predestined for her in Jesus' name. Lord, that she will never. Father, live any life that is common to other other girls. Oh Lord, that she yes. will climb, you know, ladders that others have never climbed. In Jesus' name, we pray for that favor. Oh God, we praise you. We praise you. You know, is he, you are so like you know what people are so pre, uh, precise? precise? Perfectionist. Yes. In the name of Jesus, that's the wisdom God has given you wisdom that God has given you. There is so much wisdom upon you. Yes. In the name of Jesus, we anoint, Lord, and agree with your parents, with the fathers here, and the mother, and those spiritual leaders. We agree yes. in the spirit. God. <laughs> Whatever God has, you know, uh, put on your path, in Jesus' name shall be fulfilled. Amen. I just feel something very common, too, between the two of you. That's why most of the times you are very, very like, uh, what do you say, perfectionist. And things are easy, are like this technology is not something that's difficult for you. We pray you just put things together, a phone can be locked, you open it. Because that's the wisdom God has put upon you. In Jesus' name, may the Holy Spirit surround you, and we pray uh, that you know, you you, 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 in wisdom as well, and in wisdom as well, in wisdom as well. But you don't need to be used by God until you are old. Even in the times of your age, when you see your friends do things, you say this is not the way you do things. May you start working in the mantle God has put upon you, yes, among right. your age group, in Jesus' yes. name. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. He is a prophet to the nations. In the name of Jesus, he's a prophet to the nation. Thank you, Father, even his desire to spend with you. In the name of Jesus, he's pleasing you, Father, at this age. In the name of Jesus, we surround your prayers. These are the ones who shall go and conquer cities. Oh, thank you for the uh, Joshua's generation. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you, Father, for being a peacemaker. Is a peacemaker, you are a peacemaker, you are a peacemaker in the name of Jesus. May whatever God has emission every seed God has given you. The world is in trouble. The world needs peacemakers in the name of Jesus. May this usher you into the, uh, the prophetic mantle that you continue hearing God's heart and God's heartbeat in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you. We adore you. Thank you, Father, you know, for the spirit of influence that he has, yeah. the spirit of influence in Jesus' name. The, 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 the mantle of David, a warrior. David was a warrior even at his young age. Even at his young age, when the old Je- Israel was so scared, David as a young boy rose up and said, "I'll oh, fight is uncircumcised Philistine. In the name of Jesus, may God give you that courage. May God give you that boldness. May God give you that mantle of a lion in yes. Jesus' name. Yes. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Thank you, Father, for the spirit of genuineness, genuine, the spirit of honesty, the spirit of honesty. Lord, I pray for that intercessory spirit. At your age, open up your voice and wage war in the spirit. You don't wait for your age to be above. You, are such a, you have such a very gentle spirit cooperating with the holy spirit i pray father that you start praying start praying start praying start praying open up your voice and start speaking like samuel at his young age he was hearing very big mystery in the name of jesus you are a gentle 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 young girl thank you father holy spirit these are the vessels father you want to use for your glory thank you holy spirit we thank you we thank you we thank you for the warrior, she's a warrior as well, judging the world, judging the world. You are a judge, you are a judge, you are a judge. Let judge, that judge spirit, of Father, you know, be rekindled upon you in Jesus' name. You know, Deborah was a judge. Deborah was a judge. Deborah was a judge. He, she led Israel. Into the battle and win, win, battle and win. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for that servant spirit. That's, uh, you know, just pastoral spirit. That's pastoral spirit. It's servant spirit. You are you a are servant. You know, God raise up servants. God raise up servants. David was a servant. He was a shepherd. Moses was a shepherd. We pray for that leadership role that God is putting upon you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. We give you praise. Surround him, Father, with your presence. Let him grow, Father, under your fear and your guidance in the name of Jesus. No fear, no fear, no fear, no fear, no fear. You are fearfully and wonderfully made fearfully and wonderfully made. Thank you for this peaceful mind, Mm. peaceful mind, peaceful mind. You like to be, sometimes just be alone. May those places of being alone be the time you start communioning with the Holy Spirit at your young age, that you speak the mystery the Catherine Kuhlman anointing that is wow. raised upon you that you lay hands on the sick, the sick shall be healed. Thank you, in Jesus. the name of Jesus. Wow. You, even at your young age, you'll be laying hands on people and people shall be getting saved. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Mm-hmm. We pray for the spirit of perfection of our mind, of our body, because you are doing something magnif- magnificent in our life. Mm-hmm. In the name of Jesus. May you walk in the shoes of greater, greater prophetess. In Jesus' name, thank you, Holy Spirit. We love you, we worship you, we adore you. Thank you for the spirit of, you know, just as well, gentleness, but so much influence, 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 influence. In Jesus' name, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that she has grown in wisdom and knowledge, you know, very higher uh, compared to her, Counterparts in Jesus' name. This is your revelation upon her, Father. And she gets things, you know, whenever you study things, you get them very, very quick. You are a very quick learner because of the grace of God upon you in Jesus' name. Father, you say, Touch not the anointed and do my prophetess no harm. In the name of Jesus, surround her with your presence and let her grow, Father, under your fear in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, we praise you, we praise you. You know, you have, you know, the spirit of a queen, Queen Esther. (laughs) You are the queen. You are the queen. You are the queen. You are the queen. Queen Esther, you know, fought for Israel You know influence in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We worship you. We give you praise. 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 We worship you, Father, for a genuine spirit. And you have grown so much so fast that people shouldn't consider you as a child because you speak like a matured person. We praise you. We adore you. We magnify your name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes. We praise you. We praise you. Yeah, for the Elizabeth anointing. Set apart for the greater mission. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Father, we pray. Father, in our heart, oh, Father, shall desire your presence. How Your presence shall be something so key in our life. In the name of Jesus. As well, I see you speaking in, in uh, you know, in, you shall travel to the world, exhorting the name of Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. We worship you. We praise you. May your voice be projected to worship the Lord because that's your DNA. I pray for your hands, that your hands you learn to play instruments for the glory of God. And you shall be a worshiper. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Just learning things so quick. Athletic, everything is so quick. You learn things so quick. In the name of Jesus, as well, you know, business mantle upon you. In the name of Jesus, you know, uh you know the Bible says in uh, isaiah forty five that God is raising you know he's transferring the wealth from the hands of the wicked to the hands of the righteous in the name of Jesus. Thank you that business shall be one of your your roots, but I see as well as you know athletic athletic in Jesus' name, thank you, Father, we give you praise, we give you praise, thank you for this precious oh, I prayed, you know what happened with him? He just brought it. I met him last year, and I was praying for his wife, and I was just praying for a child. She said, no, I don't, I see, I see child. She said, no, but she was hiding, because the Spirit told me that she, she has a child. But she didn't tell me. She told me only today. She said, she didn't know, they didn't know that they have a child in their home. That's what they said when I met them. But I, I, I was, you know, speaking about the child. And she said, no, stop talking about it. I said, look, I, don't, I said, just keep quiet. Let me pray what God is saying. <laughs> yeah. Father, Lord, we thank you for we prayed. I prayed for this boy when he was in the home. Even when the dad didn't know, Father, you brought a revelation. The mom didn't know. But we thank you because this is a precious child. He's a prophet to the nation. You know, when uh, John the Baptist was in the womb, when, when Elizabeth met with Jesus, uh, Ma, uh, Mary, the children communicated, because children are spiritual. They are spiritual. We say, come to the earth, do the work that God has put upon you. We stand here with brethren to agree and prophesy over your life, that you are set apart for a great, great mission. You have brought joy to your mom and to your dad. You have just brought so much peace in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Come and prophesy to the earth. We will come you. We say, come and do your mission in Jesus' name. You are a peacemaker in the name of Jesus. You are the prophet to the nation. We love you, Jesus, over this child in Jesus' name. That this child shall walk from the time he was born to your foot to steps. You will step when you say step. In Jesus' name, we worship you. We love you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. He's, He's just a great, great young boy. Very peaceful. Very, very peaceful. Lord, I thank you. What's your name? Spencer. Spencer. Lord, I thank you for Spencer. Thank you for his, as well, you know, most of the, even when Spencer was growing up, just feel you, you don't really talk to him as a young, because he's a very, very responsible young man. Yeah. And uh, perfectionist, he wants what he wants things to be. That's how it should be. Because that's the DNA God has given him. Yesterday, I was speaking about uh, Exodus 31, about the spirit of uh, Bazariel. You know, Bazariel was the one who put up, you know, the design of a tabernacle. God says, I've anointed my spirit upon him, the spirit of perfection. You know, you know, engineering spirit. You say yes, because it makes sense. Father, Lord, we thank you. We bless him. Thank you, Father, for the spirit of security they have, the parents have put him, upon him for being there, for making him be who you have created him to be. Thank you for him grow up in a very safe home where he knows how to trust in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, that whatever you have for him shall be fulfilled in Jesus' name. Yeah, thank you. You should be praying. You are a prayer warrior. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can just, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Thank
0: you, Father. Oh, we give you praise. uh, Gabriel, uh, as Johnny said, when he says, I'll pray for you, he means it. Uh, He said, If I have to be here till midnight, I will pray for everyone tonight. So, Mm -hmm. um, but we also know that there's, like, real life and everything. So, at this point, yeah. um, <laughs> we just want to, like, it's a soft close, and you are free um, and blessed to leave if you yeah. want to leave, and you can take your kids. Yeah. But we wanted to just kind of create a space um, of just freedom and just permission for you. Yeah. So, Gabriel's going to continue ministering, and I yeah. think a few of us are just going to lay hands. And yeah. I know he wants to pray for the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. So, um yeah. So you are welcome to stay, uh, please, and you're welcome to leave as well. So really, we just, uh...